let me get set up here. All right. Thank you. Welcome to this episode of The Chit Show. And thank you for showing up as, as you, as yourself, and to take the time off of this uh, special evening to spend some, uh, some time with me. So uh, I really appreciate it. Um, I know that uh, the subject of today is a subject that is um, it's relevant. The message is, is powerful. And I hope that uh, you, will, you will do the exercise. I prepared a little bit of an uh, exercise by the end so uh, we can join the or double the, the, the knowledge, a little bit of uh, knowledge or even if you, you know. Hello, Elise. Thank you for, uh, for, <laughs> for waving. Uh, if you, um, uh, if you uh, as I was saying, combining knowledge and experience is always the best way to, uh, to learn and to retain the information. So uh, for this evening, it will be a, uh, a presentation. Again, it's the, the Chit Show, Season 3, Episode 2, and it's all about relationships. So obviously being uh, in, well, in North America, depending on where you are in the world, in North America, it's the evening of February 14th. So we have uh, Valentine's Day and I know that uh, many are celebrating. So even if uh, for, for the people that are not here live, I'm sending them uh, a lot of love and for you too for being here. And the idea with the uh, the relationships, the theme of the relationships. Uh, I wanted to touch that subject today, not just because it is the day of love, the Valentine's Day, uh, it, but also because I find that in relationships, and even more so for the last almost year now, because we are uh, so physically disconnected from each other, with the social distancing and you know we we can keep uh in touch live through video but for me it's definitely not the same and i feel that the the relationship part of our lives is um well you know it's really a, taking a beating in the last uh, year or so i wanted to come back on that subject and really dig a little bit deeper and give you one main key to make the relationships that you have and that are important for you and relevant for you to make them work regardless if you connect via video or if you're you're far apart or if you uh, you feel that you did disconnect in the last year how you can reconnect easily reconnect and strengthen that bond that uh, ties you with that special person. So relationships for today, I'm gonna take it really large. It can be obviously life partners, uh, family, kids, you know, uh, parents, any, any uh, siblings, uh, it could be friends, it could be work uh, relationships. It could even be, uh, if you want to take it to another level, it could be like somebody that you've never met, but that you think of on the other side of the, of the world. So it, it, it's really what I want to share today applies to any type of relationships. If 
you feel that you you would be more uh, inclined or more helped or supported with a subject like self-love, like the relationship with ourselves, uh, I am doing, uh, this is going to be uh, March 28th, I'm doing uh, the, um, the, the presentation on self-love and the relationship with ourselves. The, the live is already set up. So you can already go and uh, uh, click that you're attending on that uh, on that date if you're looking for something more towards self-love. Uh, Valentine's Day for me has always have have a uh, had a um, a significance of more self-love than to uh, to uh, strictly going to outside towards the outside towards other people. So for me, what the way I think about it, thank you for the, the hearts, uh, the way it's, it's really relevant today with the, uh, the, <laughs> the Valentine's Day, I feel. Hearts, likes, anything, everything is welcome. Uh, my perspective on uh, relationships is that I need to love myself first to be able to love somebody else. And when I say love, it again, it's really large. Uh, I love my friends, I love my, my family, uh, I can give love to any people, any person that I meet, whether I know them deeply or not, I can give them love, but it needs to start with myself. I can only, <clears throat> I don't, I'm not sure who was quoted to say that, but I can only love another person at the level that I love myself. So if I love, if we use numbers, I know we can't, we can't really do that for love or self-love, but let's say I, I love myself at 50%, then the maximum that I can love the other person is 50%. So keeping that in mind, uh, it's relevant to always come back to ourselves, to love ourselves more so we can love others uh, more. So Valentine's Day for me, it's always... A reminder that I need to love myself first and then I can uh, share the love the the overflow of love that I generate towards uh, towards others so as I said today I want to focus on the relationships that we have with other people and uh, to uh, to start things off, I have a, a little quiz for you. I have three options of the type of relationships that we can have, and I will ask you to, uh, to choose which one of those options seems the most uh, probable to work in a relationship. So the first, the first option is the 50-50. Uh, so if you have a relationship or maybe in the past, maybe uh, you have one now, a relationship that's 50-50, it's mean that the, the two people bring their, their, uh, their selves on the half to complete the other person. So, uh, and it, to work, that relationship needs to always be 50-50. So uh, you get as much as you give in the relationship, all right? So, that's the first option uh, to choose from, all right? The, the relationship 50-50. The second option is 
I didn't really know how to, uh, you know, make that visual, so I did it like that. I will explain it. The, sec the second one is, it's always uh, uh, a little bit, um, I know some, <laughs> some people already have the, the, uh, another, another option, that one's coming up, uh, <laughs> the 100-100. The this one here, it's more like a flow, so nobody, uh, nobody, no, no one is a hundred percent in the relationship, but no one is completely out. So, and it, it varies. So if that side has, let's say 49%, it's 49% in the relationship, then the other, per the other person is 51. If one side is 40, the other person is 60, and it can also switch. Like sometimes one partner, let's say partner A, is 60% uh, giving in the relationship and the other person is giving at 40% and then the partner A in a different situation can go down to 50 or go up to 70. It's, it's really flexible, but there's always a, um, a balance in the at the end it's always a hundred percent all right so if i give 25 percent then to make the relationship work the other partner has uh, needs to give uh, 75 percent all right i hope that makes that makes sense and the third option as we already saw in the chat is a hundred percent each so both people both person in the relationship are a hundred percent invested in the relationship so they they both go in the relationship thinking that i'm going to give a hundred percent of myself in this relationship in this specific moment so for from the the three i'll try to put them all on, on the screen for the three options which one would you choose to create a relationship on so 50 50 the variable one or the 100% uh, each, uh, each time. So there's no uh, definitive, like concrete answer. You need to do that to make a relationship work because if both people are uh, in sync with what, they're what they choose, then the relationship can work. So if somebody if uh, I meet somebody that's 50-50 uh, and I am 50-50, then this model can work. If I meet somebody that's variable, I can be, uh, and I'm variable, this model can work. And for sure, if I meet somebody that's 100%, then, uh, and I am 100%, this model can work too. Uh, Liz says variable, give and take. Uh, sorry, I am new here. Did I miss it? No, it just, it's just starting. So you're right on time. Erica, 100% because I don't think I am capable to do differently, which can sometimes be my downfall. Well, uh, John, variable seems most practical. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So as I, as I shared, there's no specific answer. The, the key here is to find somebody that thinks or that feels the same way as you. Because if you get somebody that says, well, okay, it's going, to be a, it's going to be variable with somebody that says it needs to be 100%. So if you got a variable and 100%, obviously it's not, it's not going to work. Now, 
each model has its uh, its good sides and its downsides too. I'll go through the the three of them, and then you will you will see um, well why I I uh, pro uh, suggest one <laughs> in particular. So the fifty fifty model is all about balance. So. I give as much as I receive and for as much as I give, I have the expectation to receive because if I start giving and the other person doesn't uh, drops below 50%, then it means that I'm not receiving as much as I'm giving. So this model, if the, uh, the both partners are hundred, uh, well, 50% uh, all the time, then it can work because it creates a balance both partners are getting as much as they're giving. But if one partner decides to, uh, you know, say, well, uh, I, I don't love as much anymore, or I don't, I, don't, um, I don't get as much, or my expectations are, aren't met, then obviously this model can, uh, hello, Miss uh, Rose Barker, this model can definitely uh, fall down quite quickly. And the, the downfall of this model or the, the, the catch is that because I invest 50% into the relationship, I bring 50% of the relationship, I expect that the other person brings that or completes that relationship with their, their, their side, their 50%. So it's always, uh, uh, it, it's created based on expectations. So whenever something is created, a situation or relationship is created based on expectations, as soon as my expectations or the, expect the expectations <laughs> of the other person are not met, then obviously this, uh, this model will fall quite, quite uh, quickly. So it is possible. The three, like I said, the three options are possible, but definitely this one is based on uh, on expectations. So if you're if you're you're cool with that, keep my expectations low to avoid disappointment, Liz. That's one that's one way to go. Uh, at the same time, uh, to avoid disappointment, I, I totally get it. I, I totally get that. Uh, at the same time, we'll see a little bit later uh, what we can do about that. All right. Second uh, second model. The variable one. So there was uh, in the comments there were uh, many people that chose the variable, and it's it's a, a model that can work too. There's there's a few catches on that model. All right. So to make a full relationship, the the number like I like I said earlier, we can't put numbers on love, but just to illustrate a bit, just to understand it. The number needs to be 100 to make a, a solid relationship that works. So when somebody, the person A, let's say, is at 99 and the person B is at 1, that makes 100, everybody's happy. If it switches at any level, 60, 40, 75, 25, uh, 10, 90, anything that makes 100, the relationship will be stable, it will work as long as I shared that the two people are, are aware of the, the variable aspect of that and they're, they're okay with it. 
where it can switch quite quickly <laughs> is if both or one, per one person or both show up one day with only 35% of the equation. So 35% on one side, 35% on the, the other side. That doesn't make a solid relationship. That doesn't make the, the relationship, that type of relationship will not work. So the, the, that's the, the, the little bit of a caveat is that one person or, well, the other person always needs to compensate on the first person. So if I'm in that type of relationship, one morning I, sh I get up, I you know, go through my routine, and I don't really feel like, uh, you know, like showing up for the other person. I feel, you know, I feel off. Uh, it's not a good day. If the other person that I'm with in the relationship, as I said, it can be a couple relationship. It can be at work. I show up at work. It can be like driving uh, down the, the highway. If I'm not 100% present and I'm not really into it, and I want to merge into another lane, if the other driver is also a little bit absent or not really, not really there, we can cause an accident. It's the, the exact same thing in a, a relationship person to person, is that if I show up half, you know, half fully or not really there, I need my other, my, the other person, I need my partner in the relationship to show up as much as I don't show up. So if I show up at 20%, I need the other person to show up at 80 every single time that I show up at 20. Then, yes, it's, it's definitely exhausting. Uh, then it's, uh, uh, you know, if one day I show up to 80% uh, and my partner shows up at 80%, that's gonna be, <laughs> That's going to create a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, fireworks, to, to say the least. So it's always uh, because it needs to be a hundred to make the relationship work. Then the the other person always needs to compensate on how I show up, and vice versa. You can imagine that with a model like this. Usually, what happens is that it's the only, the, the, always the same person that ends up compensating for the other one. And what that creates is unbalanced relationships where, uh, who keeps track of all those percentages? Yeah, John, <laughs> that's a good question. That's where it gets exhaustive because if I show up one day at 20% and then I show up one day, uh, the next morning at 80 and then the next morning at 50, because it's variable, then both partners need to be uh, able to juggle with that. But what usually happens in that type of relationship is that it's always the same person that keeps showing up for the other person or compensating for the other person. So there's a pattern that can uh, be created in that type of relationship is that one person becomes, uh, well, both, pe both persons become dependent on each other and one person becomes the, uh, uh, I'm going to use the word uh, victim and bully, but it's not necessarily that they are victim, but they can be caught in a pattern of victimi uh, victimization. Uh, 
yeah, Liz, oh yes, they don't get their needs met. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if, don't, if we don't show up at, at the, the, the exact same, uh, the exact, um, uh, the right balance of both, then for sure it, it creates uh, frustration. So yes, they become uh, both dependent, like, uh, like Sherry says, codependent. It creates a codependency because when I'm sad, I need the other person to be happy, to cheer me up. And when the other person is sad, then I need to show up happy every single, if that works every single time, then that type of relationship can work. What usually happens is that one person con consistently shows up uh, tired, sad, angry, uh, they can show up depressed, they can show up, uh, you know, overwhelmed, they can show up as a taker, like just take, 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 take in the relationship by uh, barely giving back. And then what happens is that the other person, they, they, can, they, they have to, to make the relationship work, they have to constantly compensate and adjust to be able to make the relationship work with that person. So it's a, it's a slippery slope but it can definitely it can definitely work if both partners are are aware of it and they are uh, they are um, addressing all those issues as they go along. So when the other person shows up uh, angry, instead of saying, "Well, okay, you showed up angry, I feel you." Let's say at twenty percent, I'm at seventy. We need to figure something out to uh, to catch the the thirty the the ten percent that's left to go to get to a hundred to make the relationship work. So if both partners are open to say, well, today I'm not really feeling I'm not really feeling it, but because my partner is also not too uh, not too full of energy, I'm gonna bring the level of energy up so we can match uh, or, or get to 100 and make the relationship work. That's an option. But as uh, we saw in the comment, it can be really exhausting. And usually what happens is that it's all, always the same person that ends up compensating or trying to fix the relationship for the, uh, for the other one. Uh, Amy, I can't imagine feeling good about take uh, about taking all the time uh, take care for dinner that's a big relief yeah <laughs> so yeah definitely like it's it's uh, uh, my my perception anyway for the for a relationship that is strong that is steady and that will last or, or that will yeah that will last the test of time is a relationship of the third model which is both person show up at a hundred percent then you might say okay well if pe if both people show up at 20 at 100 percent like there's going to be there's going to be too much there is a little bit of a, a a ps note on that type of relationship is that when you show up as much as uh, when i shared the 50 50 when you show up 50 50 you need uh, you show up with expectations. You expect the other person to fill the rest of the the relationship to complete you. So you you show up with a lot of expectations. In 
that type of relationship, 100% and 100%, it means that both person show up in the relationship as they can at that moment, but really fully invested in the relationship. Even if they're angry or, you know, sad or uh, happy or anything, anything can, can uh, they can show up as they want, as long as they show up 100%, as long as they're 100% invested in the relationship. And what that creates is that because I show up at 100% in the relationship, I don't need the other person to show up at any percentage because I'm already 100% uh, in there, then the, the, uh, the other person doesn't have, well, I don't have any expectations on the other person and the other person doesn't have to show up for the relationship to work. Now, obviously, it, uh, uh, when that happens, when the, the 100%, yeah, I am, full, uh, I am fulfilled myself by myself. Excellent, Liz. That's a really good way to, to see it is that when I'm at 100%, even if I'm sad, even if I'm off or whatever, I still show up and without expectations of the other person to fill that relation to that relationship to uh to uh complete that relationship because i'm already complete when i show up and what that attracts 99.999% of the time if the other person is uh feels that way that feels that's the best model too what happens is that both people show up at 100% of the time as they are. Sometimes, you know, we, we feel less than 100% of the time. But if we are invested in the relationship at 100%, this is the relationship that we're investing in at this present moment. Because remember, I said it could be a couple, uh, a friendship, a work relationship. So if at that precise moment, I show up fully that the person in front of me has 100% of my attention. I can show up in any way that I can, either angry, uh, you know, sad, happy, anything. Then usually, at a very high percentage, usually what that creates is that the other person invests themselves 100%. They're fully there in the relationship in that moment. So... Definitely, that will make, uh, yes, it is, it is priceless. That, uh, that, the, that's when the full, strong, strong strength, <laughs> Jeez, I'll get it. But that's when the full strength of the relationship shows up is when both partners uh, uh, get their, their um, uh, they invested themselves at 100% on both sides. As I shared before, any, any of the relationship models, or even the variable, this one, any uh, model can work as long as both partners are aware of what, models, what model they're, they're using. And at the same time, if they're ready to play by the, the rules of those, uh, that model so the relationship can work. Uh, my personal preference is the the 100 100 the reason is that um 
you know, we, we shared uh, expectations, uh, you know, not to, to not be disappointed. So when, whenever I, I don't show up at 100% into a relationship, then the, the percentage that's left, that's an expectation, that's a, a, a request or a demand on the other person to fill what's, what's missing. So, uh, and we, you know, we, we do it naturally all the time. If I'm really sad and I'm going through a hard moment and I, I pick up the phone and I call a friend and I tell him uh, or her, or I, I need to talk. Like I, I'm, I, I, feel, I feel off, I'm sad, I need to talk. What we're really saying for the relationship, uh, for, for the relationship model is that I need somebody to make space, to give me space so I can replenish myself. Either, you know, get rid of some thoughts, just talk freely or reconnect with somebody like there's something I, I'm I'm sad or I'm off I'm there's something that's that's uh, that that's missing I need to fill my cup in a way that I can then once my cup is replenished then I can reinvest myself a hundred percent in the relationship so the request that me we make to some to someone when we say like I'm 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 hurt or I'm uh, you know I'm sad or I'm hang angry, it's to for the other person to make space so we can pour out whatever we need to pour out, and then with the connection with being listened with be with talking connecting with the other person, then we replenish, we fill our cup so then we can fully be present for the other person. So we, we do, we switch models naturally. The, the key is to understand what the real request of the relationship is. And for me, I, I, I really prefer um, knowing that when I, I, I call a friend, when I, I intentionally and consciously connect with somebody, I'm going to show up at 100%. And, you know, to be honest, it doesn't always work because uh, if I get in there at uh, 100%, I'm fully present. You know, I, uh, let's say, well, in for the last uh, year or at least uh, several months, I booked a Zoom call and, you know, I'm fully present. I got like my, my water. I'm ready to talk with my friend. It's going to be a great time. And then turns out that my friend logs on and he's completely pissed or he's completely, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, <laughs> it, it, he's hurting. So I showed up at 100%, but he showed up at somewhere, somewhere down the, uh, uh, down the, the, the variable one. So right now, at the moment where we, where we jump on the Zoom, we can't connect. The relationship will not work if, because he showed up with a little bit less, the relationship will not, will not work if I don't accept to temporarily jump in the variable one and adjust mine, uh, maybe like more listening or creating the space or you know giving him advice or anything that the other person needs, I can accept to be variable 
until that person is comes back to themselves and is ready to reconnect, re-show up at 100% each. So we can jump from one model to the next, but it's relevant to understand which model we are in. So if I'm in the variable one, I really want to be in the 100-100 one, but I'm in the variable one temporarily, and then the other person just takes and takes and takes and takes. I need to understand at one point that I cannot give forever, so I need to respect my boundaries and cut the conversation to step back, get back to myself, and then maybe later on reconnect with that person, again, showing up 100%, and see what happens. So jumping from one model to, uh, to the next, then it's, uh, it's, um, it takes practice, it takes self-knowledge, it takes, uh, <laughs> it takes a, a lot of uh, humility and compassion, but it's definitely something that, uh, that can be learned and practiced. And uh, a few comments here. Janeji, I hope I pronounced that right. Thank you, love you too. Liz, it's not our job to fill them up. Yes, adjust to the variable. Good stuff, Ian. Thank you, Liz, I appreciate that. And Amy, it's not sustainable. Yeah, definitely. Like The, the idea of jumping from one model to the next, it, it's doable and we do it uh, naturally, like instinctively, but when we need to be, uh, even more self-aware when we know that we jump in the variable one to compensate for the other person we need to be really self-aware to understand where is the the the, the limit that we cannot cross because otherwise if we cross that limit then we we either fall in the hole with the other person or we become uh both uh, uh both less let's say than uh, together a hundred percent which makes the relationship not work so it, it, it is uh, uh, you know with a little bit of sensitivity and with a little bit of practice you can definitely jump from one to the other but as long as you know which model you're you're working with and that where from from which you're working and where you want to lead the relationship so it's definitely as I said, the, the three models can work as long as both people are aware of uh, which model they're, they're in and if they want to stay there, how flexible they are, and if they want to switch to another model, how they're going to do it. So, a few comments. Liz, yep, uh, form resentment on balance. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if we don't... Uh, if we don't, uh, if we're not aware of, or at least sensitive to the, uh, the, the interaction that's going on. Like if we go in with a, a fixed mindset, I want my 100%, 100%, and then we, we demand for the other person that they just come back and, you know, like do whatever you need to do, but I don't want to hear anything until you're 100% present then obviously it, it can definitely limit the, the interactions that we have. So we need flexibility, but at the same time, we, uh, we need to know where we are and where we want to go. Uh, C, what about family that is consistently putting in much lower percentage as a function of who they are? 
relationships cannot go like that. Exactly, exactly. Uh, either cut off or not be true to yourself and also give a little. Yeah, definitely. Like the, it comes back to the, uh, the boundaries. So yes, we can uh, choose, consciously choose to compensate for the other person. But at one point, we need to understand where we need to take a step back. So it's about boundaries. It's about respecting ourselves. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, as I shared in the, uh, the variable model, what usually happens is that somebody usually unconsciously, they show up always the same way because they know that others will compensate in their favor. And so, you know, uh, unconsciously, I don't know if we can use the word manipulative, but some definitely some people know what they're doing and they know that they're manipulating and they're going to show up in one way and they're going to take, 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 take and just run off with, uh, 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 with what they got. So it, it takes, uh, it, it takes a, uh, uh, a self-awareness and a sensitivity to be able to, to detect when a person does it uh, and it's like bracing themselves into the sadness or the anger or whatever. So if they don't want to get out of it, it's not our, like the, uh, the comment said, it's not our uh, responsibility to fill them up. So if they don't want to change, if they're stuck there, that's okay. We can love them all, the, all we want, but it's important to respect our boundaries and just take a step back to, to replenish, to refill our cup so we can come back in a much uh, stronger way. Because as the, the, the comment said, a relationship cannot work like that. If somebody just keeps on taking, and usually what happens, family members, they're just, they, they just keep giving, 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 but then the, the, the relationships that are created, they're not, they're not strong, they're, they're full of resentment, they're full of uh, uh, sometimes hatred or sadness. So to have to to turn that relationship or those relationships around it's really important that we respect our boundaries in what we set up with others really good uh, really good comments everybody I, I really i really appreciate the, the 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 comments and the back and forth that's uh, that's exactly what i what i well, what i need today <laughs> it's valentine's day so lots of love for all of you and now i want to jump in one element that will enable you to recreate, reconnect almost instantaneously, <laughs> no, no, uh, almost, uh, almost immediately <laughs> with uh, somebody where the relationship was, uh, was uh, broken or was tainted. While I take a sip of water, you can write what you think it is in the, in the comments. All right, Amy says interaction. Any other guess? Forgiveness, that's a good one too. Interaction, forgiveness, they're good. I got my, my personal favorite. It's, I hope I, I wrote that right, Vul vulnerability. So when we show up with vulnerability, that that's the, the the best way in my opinion that's the best way to open up 
the conversation to be able to mend a relationship. Now, I, I get that the, this is probably not the, the, the safest way to come back. It's probably not the, the easiest way to, to come back to somebody that if that person hurt us in the past, like, it's probably really tough to come back and say, you know what, I got hurt, I'm vulnerable right now, uh, look at my wounds, I, I'm presenting you my wounds so you can help me uh, heal them. It's definitely not, yes, it's scary, Nancy, definitely. It's definitely not the easiest, uh, but it's the most powerful way to show up in a relationship. Whether it's a new relationship or a, a really long time, uh, going for a really long time and then it kind of got lost or broken or something, that's the, the, the way to, to get back I'm going to use the, the analogy, get back on the horse and start riding again, is to show up uh, figuratively, of course, <laughs> fully naked and say, look, this is what happened. This is how I feel. Let's move forward from that, it, ideally into healing. But if it's not, you know, we can end the relationship or something. But when you show up with vulnerability, that's the most powerful way that you, you got, the most powerful tool that you got to reopen the relationship, to be able to mend it. Now, I see uh, Geo didn't work. I use it and didn't work. It also depends on the other person. Exactly, that's a really good, uh, that's exactly where I was going. It's, it won't always work. <laughs> it will not always work. It's the same thing as the 100-100. The when I show up 100% into a relationship, really invested, really focused, if the other person doesn't respond to that, it's not gonna work. And vulnerability is the same thing. If I go into a, a relationship feeling really vulnerable, opening myself up, and the other person takes advantage of that, or by me opening up, it closes the other person because they're afraid of it, they're uncomfortable, then definitely that will not work. My, my, my suggestion is that you show up like that and because you cannot control what happens on the other side of the table, then keep showing up with vulnerability by respecting your boundaries, of course. You know, always by... Uh, respecting your boundaries whenever you interact with somebody. Right? Your best tool is to show up with a lot of vulnerability to be able to give the relationship a chance. And then when you show up with vulnerability, you will instantly know what is the intent of the person in front of you. If they want to mend the relationship, they will open up, maybe slowly, maybe they're going to explode with vulnerability. Uh, but when, when they show up, when they, they mimic what you bring to the table, you know that the relationship has a really good chance of healing and of working, uh, becoming even stronger and then working in the future. Uh, that's why relationships are made of two or more people. Yes, definitely. How do you create boundaries when sharing about a wound? Uh, 
that that could be a whole episode by itself. <laughs> my first, uh, the first thing that comes to mind for communicating uh, without creating uh, something else or uh, more hurt or more, you know, uh, more uh, 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 anger or anything, it's to talk about me. Talk with I. I got hurt. I thought, you know, I felt this. I thought this, not you did that to me. It's, you know, if somebody, even for something that's super evident, uh, let's say somebody punches me on the nose, if I come back with vulnerability and I want to heal the relationship, if I start with you punch me on the nose, you are a bully, you are this, you are that, obviously it's not, it's off to a really bad start. But if I come in the relationship and uh, I come in the moment saying like, I, I got hurt, I got punched in the face, I got hurt, I, I, need to, I need to trust again, I need to understand why it happened. When we talk like that, I need or I felt, I bring that to the table, then it, uh, it will, uh, most of the time, it will disarm the other person's uh, attacks most of the time. So that's one way to uh, just happy Valentine's Day to you too. It's one way to uh, uh, address the issue of a wound when you're, you're hurt is to talk about that wound, that hurt, that situation, but from your perspective. The other person knows that what they did, they know their responsibility, and when you bring your perspective to the table, usually in most cases, it uh, helps the other person to change their perspective too. So in as such a short <laughs> answer, short, such a short time, that's the best answer that I can give you. So <clears throat> to go on, many uh, enough pain and you eventually just let go. Yeah, if, if the other person doesn't want to uh, doesn't want to change, they, they, they're in their pattern and they don't want to go anywhere else, it is relevant to, to let go at some point. Even, you know, not, some relationships we cannot completely uh, dismiss, like family members, but it's relevant to respect ourselves in the relationship. And if we need to take a step back, then we can definitely do that. Usually it, it helps the relationship to stay, take a step back and then maybe come back later. So, quick exercise, uh, Gio, I, I think we as humans, we are all vulnerable. Yeah, definitely. We, we, we are deeply uh, vulnerable from obviously the moment we, uh, we are born uh, to the, the, the time of uh, our passing. But uh, the, the idea is that because we built so many walls uh, around us to protect us, then when we do lower our defenses and be vulnerable with the other person. That's why it's the most powerful tool because essentially we want to connect with the other and that cannot be done if it's if both people are not vulnerable to a certain extent. So definitely uh, we, we, we are vulnerable. We need to use it to use our vulnerability as a tool to uh, consciously and authentically reconnect with each other. A little bit of a relationships exercise. So 
I'm going to give you about a, a minute where I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> I'm going to give you a minute to uh, ideally write it down. You don't need to write it down if, uh, if you don't have a pen or paper, but uh, at least take a moment to go through the exercise. And it's, very, it's a very simple exercise which will touch on everything that we, we covered today. First, first step of the exercise is choose a relationship that you have now, that is going on in your life right now, that is not, um, I would say, I'm not gonna use the word perfect because uh, they usually are not super, they're, they're perfectly imperfect, I like to say that. Balanced, yeah, that, that's, a, uh, that's a good word. So not completely balanced. There's something to, to work on in the relationship. There's something to heal in the relationship. So pick one relationship. And I suggest to do this exercise for the, the, the first time. Don't choose the worst relationship in your life right now. <laughs> you, can, you can go through a few, uh, a few tries and then get the, go on heavier relationships later on. But for, for today, choose one that uh, needs to be rebalanced. I'm going to use uh, Amy's words. That needs to be rebalanced in some way. And the second step is to see on what model is used in that relationship. So is it both people that are uh, showing up 100%? And it not just from your perspective. If you show up at 100% and the other person, you feel that they don't, then it's not that model. When somebody shows up at 100%, you know. You, you know that you're on the same wavelength. So is it a 100%, 100%? Both people show up 100%. Is it a 50-50? So is it a relationship where you show up half, halfway and you expect the other person to do their part to show up and meet you in the middle? Or is it a variable one where one day you show up at 20 uh, and for the relationship to work, you expect the other person to show up at 80 uh, do, or vice versa. You show up at, uh, at 80, the other person goes, at, uh, goes in at 20 and then it's variable in those. And so you pick the relationship, then you understand which model you're on. Next step, where do you want to take that relationship? So if you're in the 50-50 model and you want the 100-100, you can go there, just write that down. If you're in the 100-100 and you feel that because you show up 100% and you expect the other person to show up at 100%, then there's a little bit of a, uh, there are missed opportunities that would be better in a flexible uh, or a variable uh, model. So that could be it too. So it's important to understand uh, where you are and where you want to go, where you want to bring the relationship. And the last little bit, vulnerability. In one sentence, how could you show up with more vulnerability, ideally 100% vulnerability, but let's start one step at a time. How can you show up with more vulnerability in that relationship 
to bring it, to heal it and bring it or take a first step towards where you want to bring the relationship. So that's the, that's the challenging part. I'm going to uh, take a drink of water. I'm going to give you one minute to just close your eyes and let whatever comes up, come up. And then we will, uh, we will wrap it up. There's a few comments. Amy, be the change you want to see. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, <laughs> that really, I could have said that right at the beginning and that would be it for the, uh, the presentation. <laughs> Just love yourself so much in a way that you find happiness with yourself. And involving another person just an added bonus definitely that's a really nice way to uh to bring it all together day what was the last question so for the exercise you choose one relationship you establish which model you're in and then you establish which model or where you want to take the relationship and the last little bit vulnerability how could you show up with more vulnerability in that relationship to realign or take the first step towards where you want to bring that relationship. So uh, how could you show up either by uh, something to say, an action to redirect that relationship? So, okay, one minute, <laughs> I'm giving you one minute. Thank you for all the comments. As I shared, I, I really appreciate the, the, the exchange. That's, uh, that's really why I, I, I do this. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, as soon, as soon as I, I get the, the, the camera in my face, I start teaching. So to know that, uh, you, uh, like all of you are there on Valentine's day showing up and loving, uh, each other. I can see the, the comments in the chat. Um, it, that's uh, like uh, I see the, the hearts and the comments and everything. It's uh, it's really really uh, appreciated. Thank you, thank you, Erica, for the the donations. Uh, if you're wondering, the donations uh, provide the the platforms for free, and it also helps me to uh, continue to to teach and do my thing. So always really appreciated. Okay, so thank you, John. Thank you, John. I really appreciate that too. Uh, all right, let's. I didn't. I didn't stop talking for for a minute, but <laughs> I hope that you took the time to do the exercise. And that's a little practice where uh, you can do that for any type of relationship that you have, where you focus on that relationship, establish where you are, where you want to bring it, and how you can show up with more vulnerability, so you can start to bring that relationship in that direction. So uh, I thank you for your, your participation and your presence today. Uh, I really, Anik, it's Quebecois. Yes, oui, je suis Quebecois. That's French. Quebecois is a part of Canada. That's where I am. Uh, thank you for, for showing up for you. I see you, Anik. Uh, thank you for showing up for yourself. And I hope that what I shared today will, uh, will help you uh, start to mend, to initiate the process of mending a relationship. And two, oh, Laura aussi. <laughs> and uh, two more things. 
before uh, I go. Uh, first one is, this is The Chit Show. This is episode two today uh, and I go live. You can see, uh, you can go on my profile uh, and look at the, the different lives. All the lives that I do are set up until the end of uh, April. And every week I, I connect with you with a new, uh, a new subject. Next week is about happiness. So my, my take on happiness and my little formula to, um, to understand and to generate happiness as much as we want. So if, you, uh, you're, if what I, I say resonates with you, uh, I'm back online next week for another episode of The Chit Show. And my, I always end my, um, my episodes, my show, with a recommendation of something else that's coming on the platform. Tomorrow, Sarah Blondin, uh, February 15, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, so uh, roughly in about 15 hours for, uh, for those that don't have the same uh, time, uh, time zone as me. Uh, yes, Chit Show. The chit, C-H-I-T, it's consciousness in Sanskrit. So not the shit show, it's the chit show. <laughs> it's really important. <laughs> the distinction is important. So Sarah Blondin is doing a, a presentation tomorrow to launch her new course on the Inside, uh, Inside Timer app. So if you want to connect uh, tomorrow, uh, I'll, I'll be there. I'll uh, check out what Sarah does and... She's a, she's a really, really popular on the app. And so I know it's going to be a great presentation. It's about accessing our deepest self or something like that. So thank you. Thank you, everything. Thank you, Amy, Laura, Satchit Ananda. Yes, I got the, uh, oh, the tattoo right here. That's where, that's where it comes from. Uh, thank you, everybody. And I am wrapping this up because, uh, you know, it's almost an hour long. So, uh, uh, again, thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. Make it a memorable day or moment with loved ones or with yourself, or I should say, end with yourself. And I will see each other next week for another episode of The Chit Show. Namaste, my friends, and see you soon.